I'm Richard Risfit with the American Ag Network, and I got an opportunity to go out to one of Golden Harvest's uh, research plots just the other day. And I met Adam Arstead out there, and, uh, you know, he's an agronomist with Golden Harvest, and he covers a pretty big territory. So we'll let Adam tell you what his territory is. Yeah, thanks, Rich. I cover North Dakota, Northwest Minnesota, and then parts of Montana for Golden Harvest. That is a nice, quite large territory. Now, we had a nice little chat while we were standing out in one of the uh, research plots, and we chatted about the things we're seeing this year and maybe uh, what's coming into the future and what we need to keep our eye on and keep an outlook of of what's happening this year, as every year is a little bit different, but there are some similarities. So let's hear that interview. What are you seeing out there? What are farmers and producers seeing out there in their fields this year? You know, we've had some late planting and uh, some wet, cold weather. What, what are we seeing? Yeah, obviously with the late planting date, besides the potential yield reductions just from being so late, which could be corrected by the growing season if we get a nice warm growing season with plenty of moisture. Uh, so that's not uh, too bad there, but certainly we're late. And some of the issues we saw early on were a little bit of muddy conditions. So some of the crop was mudded in, but really all things considered, I would say that the stands actually turned out pretty good for the most part. There certainly was some crusting and other issues that caused some replants to have to happen. So it wasn't perfect, but overall, most of the growers that I work with and talk to are actually pretty pleased with their stands so far, uh, considering the late start that we had. Well, we had that late start, but then we did have a bunch of heat come in and seemed like uh, Mother Nature kind of moderated everything. And, uh, you know, it's that yin and yang of, of life. And so it has taken care of us a bit. Is that kind of what you're seeing then out there? Certainly, yeah. So if you look at, you know, growing degree day units, we're sitting at roughly, you know, if you think pick a date of May 20th, for example, we're at roughly 620 to 650 GDDs. And, you know, that puts us about 10 days behind normal so we're actually even though we may have planted a month later than we would have liked to or 20 30 days later than we would have liked to we've actually in heat units and in crop time probably only lost about 10 days maybe 15 depends on your planting date of course well and we're out here just kind of around the glendon minnesota area and looking at some corn and it looks like you know we're just a little shy of fourth of july here but it does look like it might get to knee high by fourth of july huh yeah, so a lot of the corn right now is V6, again, give or take. There's some a little bit later than that. There's some at V4 still, the stuff that was planted really late, you know, early June time frame. And uh, it's adding leaf collars, adding leaves pretty fast right now. Every three or four days it adds a leaf. And so uh, we're approaching that V8 time frame. And from V8 to tassels, what we kind of call rapid growth, where the corn grows really rapidly, takes up a lot of water, a lot of nutrients, and so just good thing to be aware of as we, we want to do our best to not stress the crop if we can help it as far as fertility goes. And what's the most important nutrient at the moment for, uh, for our producers to, to make sure that they're giving their crops access to? Yeah, so, you know, all the nutrients are important. We, we need to be aware of uh, all the macronutrient, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, sulfur, um, but even zinc. We want to be in balance with all of them, but the one that's the most common that we can you know, effect right now is nitrogen. And so one thing you can do is just do some pre-side dress nitrate tests, soil tests, 12 inch cores. And you know, if your corn's at V6, you still have time if you're gonna do a coulter to put some 28% down. And you can send those tests in and get your 
samples back and see where your levels are at. Really what we're testing for is the rate of mineralization in May and June. And that might have been slowed, but we want to just figure out what nitrate is available free in the soil and uh, determine if we need to do um, an application of nitrogen, whether it's Y dropping or again, coltering in 28%. And if your tests come back at 25 parts per million or better, you probably don't need to do much. If you get below 20, then you might want to consider it, but consider the field history and your cropping history and how your, your field has performed in the past. And so just some things to consider is we don't want to stress that crop while it's determining its uh, rows around and number of kernels per row. We don't want to stress it coming into that uh, flowering time. Well, and so uh, what other issues are we maybe seeing out here? What uh, people might be experiencing and, uh, you know, maybe what you guys can help out with too. Yeah, so early on the corn got really whipped around with blown dirt from the high winds and the dry soil and the high temperatures and, and the beans got pretty beat up, the corn got beat up. And even some hail came through in the last week and really wiped out some crops in certain areas. And so those are some issues that people are, are dealing with and you just have to you know go examine the crop and determine uh, just to set your yield expectations or your expectations for the field and uh, see what kind of damage was done. If the corn was at V5 or less, the growing point was still below the ground. And once you get to V6, 7, 8, just determine whether or not the hail damaged their growing point to the point where the corn will die or not. Certainly we'll set it back, but it should stay alive if that growing point uh, wasn't damaged. And then soybeans, uh, the hail damage may have defoliated quite a bit, but if you have any place where there's an axillary bud or a node where uh, growth can reoccur, that plant will survive. I know there's some guys that have done some interseeding or had to replant because of the hail, but uh, those are some weather issues we've seen. But so far, the crop looks pretty good. The only other thing to keep in mind is there is some insect pressure. It's been a really moist, warm year, and that always fosters uh, insect pressure just because they like the moisture and the heat as well. Um, so there have been some reports of aphids being found, but they're super small numbers, so no real worries yet, but definitely keep an eye on them. Just go check uh, the newest trifoliate growth, that soft tender growth that comes out of the soybean. That's where the aphids will most likely be found if, if there are any. And then grasshoppers have been pretty prevalent, although I haven't seen a ton of damage and nothing really warranting a spray application or insecticide. And so, but definitely want to keep an eye on it just because they can blow up quickly as well. But so far, um, the pressure has been low enough where we're not super concerned. Just uh, get out and walk fields. Always make sure you're keeping an eye on uh, just the growth. If you see anything goofy, discolored, uh, discoloration in the leaves, insect pressure, we want to keep an eye on it because if there is a management decision to be made, we want to be able to make that to try and preserve the yield as best we can. And then I asked him, as I like to do, is to put on his fortune teller hat and tell us what he thinks we're going to see for the remainder of this year, for the next couple of months, and going into harvest. Yeah, well, I wish I could predict a perfect year with timely rains and, and good heat and everything. But like I mentioned, our crop looks good so far. You know, we're set up fairly decent. Our stands are good enough to give us close to maybe our normal yields, again, depending on what we get for heat and rainfall late into the fall. And it really depends on the fall, what happens in August. That's a big month for corn and soybeans. If we catch timely rains and, and don't freeze early 
and we're able to finish the crop out, we actually could end up with a pretty good crop from what I'm seeing. Well, that is some good stuff. Now, if you'd like to get a hold of Adam or if you've heard something in this interview that kind of perked up your ears, Adam's going to tell us where you can go and how to get a hold of some of these great folks. Yep. So you can call any Golden Harvest Seed Advisor in your local area. You can certainly give me a call. My number is 701-371-3276 if you have any questions or concerns. Otherwise, yeah, you'll call one of your local seed advisors in your area. Again, that was Adam Arstead, the Golden Harvest Agronomist, and he's there along with their whole crew to help you out with whatever you need. For the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Ristvedt.